Greetings! If you are just tuning in, you are listening to KSKQ. And the show that you currently are enjoying is Dream Infringement. That's right. Dream Infringement is a spectacular radio show on this community radio station where three friends decided to team up and combine their powers to create a show where they pick songs and tell stories based on a weekly theme. And I'm just going to jump right into it because I, I don't believe in just drawing something out. I don't believe in just making the time go by very slowly. I'm all about conciseness. That's a word, right, Emily? It is a word, and it is typically not a word I would use to describe you. Probably uh, no one would use that word, let alone use it to describe me. But concisiveness is the word that I'm using, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to draw this out any longer. So without much further ado about nothing, I am going to hand the microphone over to my wonderful co-host Emily and she's going to tell you the name of our theme that we have chosen. Yes, that's right. We are in week two of our pledge drive so we usually try to uh, pick a theme that is directly uh, about the pledge drive and so last week we had Once Upon a Pledge Drive and now if you're here listening we're doing Once Upon a Pledge Drive part two. So you can look forward to hearing some uh, pledge drive fairy tales that we've adapted to make fit for KSKQ and the the pledge drive that we're currently um, doing. How many times can I say pledge drive? I feel like I I'm, mean, I'm saying it so many times right now. Uh, our goal is 2,000 times through this hour. So you're going to hear pledge drive a lot. And there's a reason for that. We don't just like the word pledge drive. We're having a pledge drive. We are driving this point home to you so that you can pledge some money so that the station can keep on operating. We're not in trouble or anything. We don't say, like, keep the doors open. Like, the door is very, very, very close to closing. Like, there's not, like, this thin light just shining through the crack. But... In some ways, you are that thin light, and you're a beacon of hope, because without you listeners, we would just be a bunch of very eccentric community members uh, talking at the wall, but we're not. We are creating amazing community radio for the community. We couldn't have community radio without community, without listeners like you. Yeah, it's a very symbiotic healthy relationship yeah exactly it's kind of like the like what is that sucker fish that likes to chill on the sharks like back yeah and in this scenario we're definitely the sucker fish so don't worry you you still are cool a cool animal yeah you can be the shark 
Although maybe you're one of those marine biologists who has dedicated their life to studying the sucker fish, in which case you can be the sucker fish. That's fine. If that's cooler to you than a shark, which I don't know why, but if it is, that's okay. You can be the sucker fish. We can be the, the shark. In this metaphor, it's really just up to you which, which part you want to play in this relationship. Yes, interpret it however you want. But if you want to donate to KSKQ and continue to help us create content just like this, but also content that is nothing like this, uh, then you can, you can donate right now by calling 541-482-3999. And we have operators standing by. And if if for some reason there's there's too many calls coming in at one time and you go straight to the voicemail of our radio station office, then you can leave your name and a way to get a hold of you, preferably like a phone number of some type and uh, and how much you would like to pledge. And we will call you back and collect the the, uh, you know, the important information that we need from you. And we will be eternally grateful for your generosity. Yeah, and another way you can do that is to go to kskq.org. There is a donate button in the upper right-hand corner. It's super easy. You don't need to talk to anybody. You just do it, and it's done. Another way that um, one of the uh, producers here at KSKQ mentioned was to donate a car. If you have like an old car that you're not using anymore, you can donate it to KSKQ and we'll take care of all the, you know, all the stuff that you don't want to have to deal with regarding that car and we benefit from that and you benefit from it because you don't have to deal with it. So there's a lot of ways that you can donate your um, funds and resources and yeah. 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 Yep. So so uh, that number again is 541-482-3999 and the website that you can donate on and not have to deal with people is www.kskq.org. So now we have arrived at our first song break. It's special. This is a special moment. Emily, are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, I'm ready. Listeners, you don't you can yell at your radio or don't answer. It's fine. What however you are feeling right now, but I hope you're ready because this is a good one. Emily chose it. Yeah, this is Aloe Black with I Need a Dollar. Enjoy. I need a dollar. commercial radio stations, so it was often overlooked. The commercial radio stations quacked in delight, quack, quack, mocking the little station for its lack of listeners and poor sound quality. They could not understand why anyone would want to listen to it. But the little station kept going, and as it got older, 
it began to grow and improve. It found new listeners, and its broadcasts began to sound better and better. Soon, people began to recognize the little station for the amazing resource it had become. The commercial radio stations began to realize that the community radio station had something special that they could not offer. It was a place for people to come together and share their stories, music, and culture. So during this pledge drive, please help the little community radio station to continue providing a unique and valuable service to our community. That's right, you can be the Ugly Ducklings Fairy Godmother and keep this now swan of a station afloat with your generous donation. If you would like to make a donation, please give the station a call at 541-482-3999 and leave a message letting us know how to get in contact with you. And we'll give you a call back and arrange everything. I'm going to play one of my personal favorite songs that we play during the pledge drive sometimes. This is Jesse J with the song Price Tag. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Emily. I have a question for you. Uh, okay, ask me the question. Okay, then I will then. <laughs> I demand it. <laughs> um, what is your most favorite fairy tale and your least favorite fairy tale? Okay, uh, I would have to say my most favorite fairy tale is Planet of the Apes. The original first Planet of the Apes. And that's the first time I've heard of Planet of the Apes uh, being considered as a fairy tale. Oh, yeah. No, there's a there's definitely like there's a lot of like, uh, you know, there's a good guy, Charlton Heston. There's a bad guy, Dr. Zaius. Uh, his helper or like, I guess his like ragtag uh group of friends which is uh zira and uh his her husband i can't remember him what his name is anyways uh yeah they and they go on an adventure only to discover at the end that they blew it up (laughs) they blew it all up so uh, spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) i mean they could that could mean anything and uh he was on earth the whole time so Another spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. If you you haven't seen the original Planet of the Apes, then you might have some bigger problems. If you haven't seen it by now, like, you're probably not going to see it, right? No, I I would like to think that this is the thing that just motivates them. They've just, they've, they've never had a reason. And now their, their minds are just like exploring all the possibilities but anyways, yeah, fairy tale. I really think that, yeah, that would that would be my favorite. My least favorite? Uh, what's the one with Jiminy Cricket? Pinocchio? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Why? Huh? Why is it your least favorite? I think that it uh, makes uh, makes kids aspire to, uh, you know, be... Uh, puppets? Puppets. <laughs> that so dance you... in the circus. 
So you think that a story about a puppet wanting to become a real boy will inspire, pardon my laughter, will inspire real children to want to become puppets? Not so much puppets, just to uh, like join traveling like entertainment. Traveling troops, like run away from home and and join a traveling troop. Yeah, like yeah, like of entertainers. I just I don't know. I don't think that's healthy. So just that one part from Pinocchio. I mean, can you imagine the life they have to live? Like, go like eating breakfast every morning, uh, in in a train car. That's not comfortable. You're sleeping on a hammock. Uh, there might you might be sharing a train car with clowns, and uh. You know, town to town, never really putting roots down. That's not where it's at. That's no life for a child. You're right. Yeah. So I'm against Pinocchio for that reason. Okay. Well, um, I'll tell you my favorite and least favorite. (laughs) Emily, please tell me. (laughs) We all want to know. My favorite fairy tale is Beauty and the Beast. And not necessarily the Disney version, although I, I do like that. And I know, I get it. I know it's problematic, okay? Sue me. What it's, did... a pro- it's problematic. He's holding a woman captive and basically, like, <laughs> forcing her to love him. But he needed it's her love. It's not a great he, premise. He needed her love to turn to a real man. Well, uh, we can dive into all that another day. But um, I had a book of the original beauty and the beast story and it's slightly different from the disney version of course they all are do tell and i don't remember it um exactly but i do remember there was like a ring involved and she could go back and forth i think between oh wait maybe it was just she turned it and then that would bring her back to her family um but i really liked the artwork and um yeah, that that's my favorite, and I really I do like that. Uh, in the Disney version, she's like really smart. That that's a nice that's nice, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she likes books. That's her shtick in the new one. Uh, and your least favorite, Emily. My least favorite would have to be the three Billy Goats Gruff. I thought you were gonna say the three Amigos. <laughs> no. <laughs> good because i would have had a problem with that <laughs> no i really like that story <laughs> fairy tale That's you not mean really a fairy tale, fairy tale not every you mean. story is a fairy tale well you don't okay. see you don't see the world through my eyes apparently <laughs> um i don't like the three billy goats gruff it was terrifying to me as a child i was so afraid of the troll under the bridge and somehow that also overlapped with my fear of the toilet. And I was convinced as a child that there was a troll in the toilet. Yeah. And if I didn't like flush it and like flip the lid down really fast and like wash my hands and run out of the bathroom, I felt like the troll was going to get me. Yeah. So that was scary. If there was a troll that was going to like pop out of somewhere in the house, it would definitely be the <laughs> toilet. I'm sorry. I don't, I mean, not that I have anything against trolls, but, or troll kind. Uh, I'm not sure what the right, what the right word to use is, <laughs> what they prefer, but I don't, I don't think that there's a lot of places they'd be able to like pop up out of. No. And it's a very vulnerable, uh, 
a place to be. It's one would say the most vulnerable place for a troll to pop up. The most vul- vulnerable. I don't know if there's any other place in the house where you would be more vulnerable. <laughs> right? Just in general. Yeah. And I was so hyper-focused on the troll. I don't even remember what the three billy goats were doing. Like, what they were trying to cross the bridge and talking to the troll. And then one of them got to cross. It's kind of like yeah. a three little pig situation, right? Yeah. But I think that the creepiness of the troll and that the troll isn't, like, letting... They're not, I don't even know either. I, I mean, I know the troll is, is preventing the goats from doing something. I imagine it has to do with the bridge, but it might not have anything to do with the bridge. But the troll was like scary enough to be like, the, where the moral of the story is don't use bridges. Cause, cause that frankly, like that concept is terrifying that, that at some point, just by necessity of like the geography of a place you have to maybe as a kid cross a bridge that story was not doing any favors to anybody is it bad for children to cross bridges maybe by themselves maybe they're oh because they're going to the bad side of town i think just a lot of fairy tales came from like people try like warning stories like don't go into the woods because like hansel and gretel Mm. or you know whoever little red riding hood any of them that went into the woods like bad stuff happens so hey little kids don't go in the woods by yourself all right so maybe they're like hey little kids don't be crossing bridges all by yourselves okay because the bridges might like be really old and like fall apart yeah they just wanted to keep the kids at home yeah keep them close i agree (laughs) (laughs) i agree with you old timey parents who made up this terrible scary story for your children i'm on board with that um so well thanks for playing along with yeah what's your favorite and least favorite fairy tale and and i think i speak for the listener when i say that you've totally changed our view on toilets like completely through this story this this thing i don't know if a lot of people listening tonight will not go like for the next few days just like with that thought in mind yeah good good i think we should all bring awareness to my childhood (laughs) imaginings childhood fears (laughs) and fears yeah um hey folks we are smack dab in the middle of the second week of our spring pledge drive yes and there are no trolls preventing you from reaching those hands into your pockets which was where we assume you're putting your money and giving it to us right so um if you would be so inclined you can call 541-482-3999 leave a message and tell us about your pledge and if you don't want to dial numbers and leave messages or talk to people or have people call you back you are welcome to go to kskq.org and donate there there's a donate button you could even make it like a monthly donation yeah. that's what i did um and you just yeah once a month it just comes out like a little subscription and a little bit goes a long way so again that number is 482 
and the website is kskq.org. We're going to set you up with our next song, which is Sam Smith, Money on My Mind. I don't have Once upon a time, in the small town of Sherwood, there lived a nobleman named Robin Hood. He had a dream to bring the people of his town together in a way they had never seen before. He wanted to create a radio station that would allow the community to share their stories, their songs, and their culture. With the help of his merry band of men, Robin set out to create the first community radio station, KSKQ. But he soon ran into a problem. He needed money to buy the equipment and to keep the station running. So Robin went to the people of Sherwood and asked them to help him out. He explained to them that by donating to the KSKQ pledge drive, they could keep the station alive. At first, the people of Sherwood were hesitant. They didn't want to give away their money. But when Robin reassured them that their donations would be used for good, he promised that the station would be a platform for the townspeople to share their stories and their music. In the end, the people of Sherwood rallied behind Robin's dream and helped fund the KSKQ pledge drive. Robin was able to purchase all the equipment he needed and the radio station was saved. Today, KSKQ continues to provide a platform for the people of Sherwood or Ashland and Medford and surrounding areas to share their stories, their music, and their culture. All thanks to the generosity of the people of the Rogue Valley that help keep our station going for all these years. Our show Dream Infringement, we just hit our seven year anniversary. That's right, that's how long we've been on the air. That's amazing. Through all that time, every single pledge drive, the community came through and they kept us going. And that means so much to us. And I am sincerely, very sincerely, thank you. If you would like to make a donation, though, uh, let me get you that information. You can call at 541-482-3999, or you can go to our website at www.kskq.org and click on the Donate Now button. It is time for a song break after that heady and rousing story of (laughs) Sherwood Forest and Robin Hood. Yes, we took much liberties. (laughs) We're going to go with Super Tramp, Give a Little Bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of your love to me. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of my love to you. Emily here, and I'm going to take a moment to diverge slightly from the theme of fairy tales this week uh, to 
talk about something else for a moment. Um, Bobby and I, earlier this uh, last week, we got some pretty devastating news about some friends of ours who um, lived in Ashland for several years and um, ended up moving to Chicago. And so it's been a a week of a lot of tears and um, just a lot of processing uh, bad news and loss and all of the things that go along with getting, um, you know, just tragic news. And so I was feeling um, pretty off kilter. And I woke up Friday morning and I turned on KSKQ and I heard Holly's show, um, her morning show. And it just hearing her voice and her song choices and um, I don't know, just the content of her show, it was so grounding for me. And it put me in a much better headspace to kind of like go about the rest of my day. It was just such a positive feeling that I hadn't had uh, for a while (laughs) since the beginning of the week. So um, shout out to Holly and her morning show, which I am now convinced has emotional healing powers. That's my opinion. You'll have to listen and hear for yourself if it if it works the same magic. So you can catch Holly's morning show from 8 to 10 a.m. on Friday mornings. Um, and it was really sweet because she was just giving shout outs to a bunch of other shows on KSKQ. And I don't know, we're just like, we're like a little family over here at KSKQ. And we invite you to be part of the KSKQ family as well. Um, So we are in the middle of our pledge drive. Um, If you would like to pledge, uh, you can call uh, 541-482-3999 or you can go to kskq.org. So the song I'm going to play is one of the songs Holly played on her morning show last Friday. Um, we, some of the fine folks here at KSKQ put together like a little group chat and when this song started playing, everyone was talking and I just pictured like everyone having their own little miniature dance party. Like we were all alone together dancing. So I hope that this, uh, makes you feel good and makes you want to get up and dance or dance in your chair. Just do whatever kind of dancing you feel comfortable with. This is DeBarge with Rhythm of the Night. Once upon a time, there lived a brave radio DJ named Jack. He loved his radio station KSKQ and enjoyed broadcasting to the community. One day, a huge beanstalk sprouted up next to the station 
and began to block all of the radio transmissions. Being a brave soul, Jack climbed up the beanstalk to investigate what was going on. At the top of the beanstalk was an enormous giant who was living on a mountain of golden eggs laid by his pet goose. Jack knew that if he could get the goose to lay eggs for him, he could solve the station's financial predicament. But the giant didn't think having community radio broadcasts were important, and he didn't care about any of the unique shows it offered. So Jack had to be clever to outwit him. Luckily, it just so happened that the city council had declared the beanstalk unsightly and wanted to chop it down. This made the giant so angry that Jack offered to interview him on the radio. If he would unblock the transmissions, the giant was thrilled to have a voice and to talk about the importance of beanstalks to the giant community. He started a regular show on KSKQ and even donated some golden eggs to help keep the station going. Thanks to Jack's courage and quick thinking, KSKQ stayed on the air and the beanstalk stayed standing. Now's your chance to support our community radio station because someday this voice could be your voice because we're all people from the Rogue Valley just like you. If you'd like to make a donation, you can call us at 541-482-3999. And if you don't get a human, leave a message with your name, number, how much you would like to donate, and we will get back to you. Or you can go online and click on the Donate Now button. Much easier than climbing a beanstalk and convincing a goose to lay a golden egg. And though we will happily accept all golden eggs if you want to donate one uh, to all those giants out there, you can also just use credit card or PayPal. That tends to be more standard currency. So the song that I will be playing is Joni Mitchell's Big Yellow Taxi. We're not quite paving paradise, but I think the giant would agree that you can't cut down his beanstalk to put up a parking lot. They paved paradise, put up a parking lot. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone? Well... It's that time of night, Bobby, when we've come to the end of our show and we are forced by the following show <laughs> to say goodbye. I'm just kidding. There's plenty of time for all the shows here at KSKQ. <laughs> yeah, and you know, when I started the show, I was dreading the end. I just, I had this feeling that I wasn't going to handle it well. I was going to react in desperation. I might start bargaining. I might, you know, I don't know, just lose it on air. But now that we've arrived, I realize that, you know, th this kind of good special thing, it needs to come to an end. Yeah, you don't 
you don't need two hours of dream infringement. One hour a week is plenty. Yeah, one hour of, of dream infringement is equal to six hours of of something else. I mean, pick it. Pick something. It doesn't matter. <laughs> one hour. You could quote me on that. One hour of dream infringement equal to three hours of so- six hours of something else. Sorry, six hours. Well, <laughs> we're glad that you uh, joined us on this uh, pledge drive extravaganza filled with fairy tales and magic. Yes, and I have a, a short fairy tale of my own I'd like to tell at this point in the show. Uh, once upon a time, there was a listener just like you, and you were so moved by what you just heard that you decided to donate uh, something that was very generous, uh, that is in the form of your money, to KSKQ. And you did it one of two ways. You picked up the phone and you dialed 541 uh, or you may have just went online and typed in www.kskq.org and you press the you click the donate now button mm-hmm. uh, that that's uh, that is was a, is would have been a very interesting part of the story yes and they all lived happily ever after uh, all as in kskq lived happily ever after and it, you too because you were so helpful so helpful so the moral of the story is donate to us kskq your local community radio station what's next you say (laughs) well don't i have the answer for you it's world music that's what's next so stick around for more of the beautiful mosaic of programs here at kskq All right, it's time for us to say goodbye, but we wouldn't leave you uh, with a goodbye and no song. So next up, we have Destiny's Child with Bills, Bills, Bills. Have a good week, everyone. Oh, sorry, Bobby. And you can help us pay our bills by dialing 541-482-3999 or donating at kskq.org. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, yeah.